Good day, folks. Jimmy here, reminding you to stay tuned at the end of the show to listen to a promo from our friends at Wheel or Woe. This Pathfinder podcast was one of the first shows I listened to when starting out on my actual play journey. They have a ton of episodes to keep even the most ardent podcast fan occupied. Go check them out today. Now, on with the show. Brits on Bikes fans and welcome to episode four of season two of Brits on Bikes. My name is Jimmy Sprinkles and with me this evening is Sean. Hello. And Eve. Hey. Okay, so it's time to do some investigating. Are you guys ready? Yeah. yeah. At the start of last session, Dee was herded into the head teacher's office and came head to head with Inspector Hawtrey who has basically warned them not to start investigating. What a turd. While this is going on, Alex has gone back to class and learns that the girl he was supposed to meet is the daughter of a prominent factory owner, Mr. Patrick Plimpton. And it seems that Alex feels that everybody thinks that he may have killed Jess. Murder silence. Um, because because there are lots of murder silences going yes. on. Eventually, the two of you meet up and Dee takes you over to the last post where you go into the headquarters mm -hmm. for the Brits on Bikes and meet Toes. I am viciously uh, assaulted dog. by a pile of socks, of a pile of socks that are the shape of a dog. <laughs> Not my idea of a Friday, a good Friday night, honestly. But here we are. After a rather casual researching, investigating session, you managed to uncover a picture of a mythical folklore creature known as Black Anis. <laughs> you don't know whether this is the creature that's been taking the children. However, based on the dreams that Dee has been having, you think this might be the, the creature that you're after. So you decide to head off to the library. As you get there, you just go past the town hall and you find a load of people out there moaning and complaining because it turns out that somebody else has gone missing. Mm. The mayor is trying to placate people. Inspector Hawtrey is also there. So you decide to sneak off to the library only to discover that it is closed. Hawtrey comes along and tells you to clear off and that is where we left you so we are going to pick things up the following morning unless there is anything you'd like to tell us that you did off camera not that i can think of i can't think of anything either okay cool in which case we're going to start in the uh early morning of saturday alex can you make a grit roll for me please I am once again trusting in the heart of roll 20 this evening. Uh, so I'm going to roll on there, <laughs> I'm afraid. Oh, seven. There we go. That's not too bad. Alex, you are dreaming. No. No, I don't want to do one of your dream sequences. <laughs> I don't want this. This is a bad thing. <laughs> I'm scared now. You find yourself 
in you're in something of a void it's a, just a big black swirling mass you're not there really in person it's just more of your consciousness you're aware of being there but there's no body of Alex per se you're just like a kind of almost omnipotent observer okay and you see that, like all these kind of clouds just kind of swirling around and from the center of this void you see the image of a seven-pointed star begin to form and the star spins and it spins round and around and around and as it spins the the void itself begins to flicker and as it flickers you see um, a landscape come out in front of you you see um, an assortment of different and rather unusual buildings appearing and it, it it kind of feels a little bit like a silent movie it feels like what like happens a... when I close my eyes when I'm listening to Led Zeppelin <laughs> <laughs> um, oh no I've got spinal tap flashbacks going on now uh, yeah so you, you can see this there's a castle at one point you can see um, a very old very ancient woodland area and you can see groups of houses very very different in style these images are coming in color but like i say they're flickering on and off on and off on and off the star gets faster and faster and faster and then suddenly it just explodes outward and at that point you wake up wow what time is it i assume it's morning yep it's morning um your alarm is going off it's on a saturday did, yeah, I, did so I forget to? I guess in the um, in the the myriad of confusing things that have happened so far this week, I did forget to turn off my alarm in the morning. Indeed, you did. Um, so I, I get up out of bed, go brush my teeth, uh, mm-hmm. and then I head downstairs. Okay, as you get halfway down the stairs, you notice. I mean, it's right in front of you, just by the by the front door. You can see a suitcase. A suitcase. Yeah, you know who it belongs to. You've seen it plenty of times before. Um, it's the one that your mum usually uses. Okay. Is, uh, are my parents around? Um, you can hear movement in the kitchen. Okay. Um, is it open or is it closed? Uh, door's open. You can, you can see your mum and dad in there. No, I mean, I mean is, is, is the suitcase open? Oh, sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah, the suitcase is closed. Suitcase is closed. Okay. Um... Hmm. Is there anything around the suitcase, or is it just literally just the suitcase there? Because normally they normally they sort of like put it away. It's just the suitcase. Okay. I mean, hmm. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. I don't know. I'm not. I don't know if I'm feeling. I don't know if Alex is feeling like suspicious enough to want to inspect a suitcase. <laughs> Well, I mean, it's 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 not one that you. It's not like a great surprise. It's it's not like you think there's somebody has come to Bunch stay. Of children it's, in it. <laughs> it. It's just it's the 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 only thing is is it's not normally there. Okay. Um, I guess I go down and I I I, I, I reach to grab it. Okay. And I pick it up and then I take it to the kitchen. Because I imagine, like, mum and dad have left it there, so I go into the kitchen yeah. with with the with the um 
with the with the suitcase and I'm like, Mum, uh, you you left this in the uh, hallway. Oh, um, Alex, darling. Um, yeah, could you just um just pop that back? Just leave that there and 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 come back in. I I I need to talk to you about something. I mean, it was it was at the bottom of the stairs. I could have fallen over it. Like, yeah, just pop it by the door, please. Thank you. Okay. All right. Sure. Okay. Cool. Um, I go like chuck it down by the door. Okay. Are you going back to the kitchen? Uh, sure. Yeah. No, I, I go. I turn around and go back to the kitchen. Okay. So when you get there, I, like, I mean, when you went in, you know, Dad was faffing by the counters, and and Mum was was stood up as well. And, and by the time you get back, they're both sat down at the at the table. Your dad sat kind of at the head, and your mum sat to one side. Then you would normally sit the other side opposite her. What's the silence um, like? Bearing in mind, I'm intuitive. Roll brains for me. Roll brains. Okay, brains is a d12. Ugh, that's a bloody two. Take an adversity token. Gosh darn it. Okay, that's me back up to nine adversity tokens. You notice that your dad has made pancakes for breakfast and you're super excited about it because pancakes are your favourite. Mm-hmm. So you sit down, you don't, you barely notice your mum and dad and, and start eating the um, the pancakes. Nice. Okay, yeah. These are great. Thanks, Dad. <laughs> Your mum looks at you and she says, uh, "Darling, hey, yeah, what's up, Mum? Uh, I've I've got some news. This this hasn't come at the best time. I know, you know, we're still fairly new here, um, but I'm 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 going to have to go go away for a couple of weeks. What? Why? Yes, it's not ideal, I know, but it's work. Yeah, but you guys are hardly here anyway. Like, Look, head office have asked me to um, head up a, a new account in Bucharest. Bucharest? So, yes, so I'm heading over to their offices this afternoon. Where even is Bucharest? What, what the hell? It's, it's, it's still in Europe, don't worry. I'm not going to the moon, Alex. Might as well be. As far as I can see, it's going to be for no longer than two weeks. I grab another spoonful of pancakes and shove it in my mouth. (laughs) And I'm like, all right then, that's fine, I guess. Your mum looks at your dad um, and then looks back at you and she says, look, I know this can't be easy for you. Mm. And I know, you know, this isn't what I really want to do. But it's something that I have to do. It's my job, Alex. You do understand that, don't you? I just don't get it. You guys, what are you doing? Like, you're bankers. Like, not nothing that much. There must be no, There's not that much that must be that important. Like, I don't get it. Darling, it's an international industry. We have offices all over the world. If it is an international industry, then why are we here in this little town? Because some of our work needs to be done in this little town. All right. Okay. What about Dad? Is Dad staying? Yes, your father will be here. He'll be here to look after you. Good. Okay. All right. It'll be two weeks. Should be no longer than two weeks. Promise? I'll do my best. Okay. All right. That's fine. All right, and we're just going to leave you there awkwardly eating your pancakes. They've got extra, like, maple syrup on them at this point. I'm comfy eating. <laughs> <laughs> D. Yeah? 
you have a rather restful sleep. Ah, for a while. <laughs> it's pretty dream-free for a change. Oh, nice. You wake up and it's almost like this, and it's all lovely and wonderful. Yeah, no, there's a there's a there's a brand new mystery afoot. Um, yeah, you're in your comfort you know, zone. Like the, this new kid is 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 very strange. I'm not sure if I like him, but you know, it's it's something. It's something. You know, a new friendship. We'll see. Okay, so you two uh, eventually wake up as well. Nettles is lying on the foot of your bed, still dozing. What would you like to do? You know, I think I'm going to go downstairs, uh, make myself a couple of eggs, and do a very bad job at it. And yeah, I'll probably head out. All right, so you head on downstairs. Uncle Tommy as always, is sat at the kitchen table reading the newspaper. He's nothing but a creature of habit. Mm-hmm. Hey, Uncle Tommy. Uh, um, morning, Dee. Morning. Um, terrible thing that's uh, been, been, been going on in the town, isn't it? Yeah, uh, which thing? Is this a new thing or the old thing? These... You mentioned it the other day. These these children disappearing. There seems to have been another one. Uh, another one? Like there's a third one? Yes, that's right. Look, you glance over at the newspaper and you realise that another boy has gone missing. A young man by the name of Ben Stevens. He is seven years old. Hmm. Um, and he disappeared during the early evening of yesterday. Does it say where... He disappeared from? Uh, he was playing outside in his front garden. Hmm. That was the last time he was seen. Okay, um, you're going to have to add that to the map. See if we can't find a pattern here. Alright. Dee, uh, we've, we've, we've been advised, um, there was uh, something on the, the radio this morning about it. Um, the police are advising that um, all children should not be out after dark and, until this, this problem can be rectified. So I'm, I'm asking you, you you're going to need to be back by six o'clock. Okay. Yeah, well, I'm, I can do that. Marvellous. Very good. And... Um, Please don't get yourself into trouble. I know you said you were going to look into this, but I th I think this is this is serious. I don't think this is something that you should be uh, bothering yourself with. Let the police do their job. You know, Uncle Tommy, you're right. Um, I'll I'll just busy myself with with uh with my junkyard work, and pay this no mind. Okay, just for you. Okay, well, I am pleased that you uh, that you found yourself a, a a job, and obviously, you know, once cricket season starts back up again, you can you can do that as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know what? A lot of things to say about cricket. I still don't <laughs> real like understand what I'm doing, but I'm having a good time with it. <laughs> Marvelous, jolly good, jolly good. Yeah. So, uh. 
just gonna grab themselves an egg and then go collect this Alex kid to start investigating this mystery. Okay, do you know where Alex lives? Uh, dun, dun, dun. I know the area. I don't know the specific house. Okay, <laughs> all right then. So where are you headed? Uh, well, I mean, I guess I'm heading towards the junkyard anyways, one way or the other. Yep. Okay. So you head on up towards the, the junkyard. Alex, what are you doing in the... I'd say, to be honest, I'm already there at the junkyard. So you've gone straight to the last post? Yeah, I mean, after this morning's news, I'm not feeling particularly brilliant. So I'm probably just sitting at the junkyard throwing rocks at stuff. That's like a five-minute walk for you. Yeah, <laughs> it's very convenient. <laughs> All right, then. So are you are you going into the last post, or are you just... I'm not in, in the last the post, no. I'm in the junkyard, because I, I, I don't feel comfortable going in there yet. <laughs> Especially with the socks. So, yeah. All right, then. Well, you head on over to the junkyard. You find a... Uh, pile of tires to sit on or you know something to hit mm -hmm. something else with i'm specifically you, avoiding so like the toilet with all the vom in it <laughs> like the vomiting toilet i'm trying to avoid oh, but, there, yeah. there is a swarm of flies yeah it's not pleasant <laughs> you're probably there about no longer than about 15 20 minutes before um d eventually shows up yeah yeah d, d did a quick lap around sea view terrace just to see they can Bottom didn't take into account that he's like five minutes away. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what, Dee, make a grit roll for me, please. This is a 15. Okay, so while you're pedaling up and down Seaview Terrace, you don't spot Alex, you get no indication as to where he lives. You do notice several windows with curtains twitching as you drive past though as you cycle past yeah. like what kind of twitching like nosy neighbors oh okay we used to have a guy at the top of our road back back where i lived in loughborough who was a real nasty piece of work like if you went you went up too close to like his little cul-de-sac bit at the end of our road he used to really like glare at you from his window and shoo you off it was horrible i don't understand people like that I don't understand people. It's a yard, dude. <laughs> it's NIMBYs. NIMBY people. Um, alright. Yeah, uh, in that case, yeah, D rolls up to, uh, the, the junkyard. Hey, look this guy! You're already here! Yeah, hey. Hey, how you doing? I'm doing pretty good. I slept like a baby. Cool. I didn't. Oh, I have oh, oh! Did you have a prophetic dream? I don't know. I'm not used to this. I'm not used to this at all. Um, I had a dream about a seven-pointed star, and I remember you had a picture of that down uh -huh. in the bunker. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the sign of the fate. I don't remember much, but there was... The, the what? The sign of the what? The fate? Like, uh, fairies? Okay, sure. All right, fairies. And... Okay, okay, yeah, so the, the, the fairies, and, and there was a it span, and then I saw some, I was in darkness, and then it span, and then I saw 
like houses and a castle and some woods. Did they? And, did it look like a whole bunch of different types of houses and whatnot, like uh, from different places? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, like like the mural on the school. Do I? I, I, I guess I've seen the mural on the school, right? Yeah. Yeah, I definitely have. Um. Yeah, yeah, kind of. And then. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah. That's 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 like the fae land. The what? That's where all the fairies live. All right. Okay. Sure. And then the star explodes. Hmm. Well, hopefully, it's just like uh, like uh, some sort of a dream metaphor, and not literal. Uh, hey, all the fairies are going to explode. I don't think Aaron will like that. Are there any fairies here at the minute? Can you see fairies? What? <laughs> what? Well, no, there's none here right now. I know of one that's in this town. There's Once one again, in the town? I, yeah, I don't think she wants me to rat it out until like you're fully vetted, at least. Right. She okay. she's trying to hang on the low right now. Like I guess they're like tiny little jumpy things, aren't they? Like the wings. No, no she just looks like a person. Like uh, what? Huh? Yeah. Yeah, I would like, like, normally, but then, like, uh, what she, like, quote-unquote really looks like is, like, a person, but with, like, brightly colored hair and, uh, weird eyes. Right. Okay. Sure. I think she looks cool. Well, I mean, I guess I'm gonna meet them at some point, hopefully. Here's the thing. Blah, blah, blah. You already did. What? Yeah. Who is it? I don't I can't tell you. That's I mean. <laughs> so you know, just uh, keep your eye out. Surprise fairy. Alright. Anyways. Alright. Um did you hear there's a another kid missing? Went missing around late evening. Or uh, early evening. So like around six o'clock ish. Much like your friend. So we got we got a time flip. We got a pattern. Um, what were they I'm doing? Going... Do we do we know what? The, do we know where they were or what they were doing? Yeah, they were playing out in in, in the yard. So, uh, the All two right. that we know specifically about are outside. Late evening. Uh, we got acorns, so that's another nature thing. Mm-hmm. Dee, can I just ask, what did you do with the acorns that you had? They're in my pocket. Okay. Or not in my pocket, but in 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 the bag right now. I mean, based on Jimmy's reaction just now, you should probably take them out and throw them far away. But <laughs> I don't know that. <laughs> it's evidence. <laughs> so yeah, uh, D is going to go inside to their wall and try to try to chart these uh, missing kids. See 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 if there's any like lining up or something. Can I roll brains? Yeah, what you want to do? I want to know if there's any sort of if, whether or not it's a coincidence or not that they were both playing. Okay. Well, it's a one, so never mind. <laughs> Take an adversity token. Yeah, all right, fine. Why not? Stupid roll twenty with its stupid <laughs> flipping dice. And it's it's like a subplot. It's so annoying. <laughs> Woe is me. Woe is me. Should we? We'll start up a GoFundMe for you, Sean. Yeah. No, I mean I've got Hit plenty of dice. dice. They're just upstairs. 
And I'm so tired. <laughs> I'm so tired all the time. <laughs> but um, anyway, <laughs> I guess I don't see any connection then. Because I'm an idiot. D, you're going into the post to go and have a look at your map, yeah? Mm -hmm. And Alex, I'm assuming you're going in with them. Mm-hmm. I'm in anti-sock mode right now. Okay. Like, I've, I've taken up a stance to prevent sock-related injuries. Okay, all right, well... No. You both head into the post, the bell tinkles... And you're lucky, Sean. Um, Toes looks up and darts in between these legs. Does like a little figure of eight round and round. Hey, it's a sock guy. What's up? <laughs> he waggles his little head and flaps his ears around. Pat, pat, pat. <laughs> Quick question. When, when this dog, like, breathes like that, can you actually feel anything? No, you can't. Does it he doesn't eat? have any socky lungs or anything. Ugh. Sucky I, I lungs. I feel like this is like one of those like SCPs where like it it's originally marked as safe and then something happens and it's like, oh wait, no, this thing's actually like the most dangerous. Yeah, what does it eat? <laughs> what does it eat? What does it do when no one's around? What happens if no one's looking at it? What happens if it's not observed? I don't know. I don't trust it. I don't like it. I don't like the fact that it's made from socks. Yeah, I found it in a box. <laughs> and and the sock lungs Wasn't things. Wasn't the box all, like, chained up? Or am I thinking of something else? Don't think so, no. I think it was just, a, like, a box. Yeah, it was a suitcase. It was in a suitcase for a reason. It was in a suitcase for a reason. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, somebody threw it in the trash. Mm. In the trash. Okay, so yeah, I'm, I'm mapping this thing out. You have a look. So you, you put a pin in uh, Microsoft Park, which is where Jess went, uh, disappeared. The only information that you found in the newspaper regarding the disappearance of Ben Stevens was that he lived in one of the side roads of the Honeywell Gardens estate. Um, let's call it... Marcus Avenue. Marcus Avenue. Is that it a is. real road? Or is that one we're making up at this point? I just made it up. Oh, okay. We'll add it to the map at some point. I've got to redo this map anyway. And what about the first kid? The first kid you don't know. Mm. Yeah. Well, Quad, we can't establish a pattern with just two people. Nope. No, we cannot. Unless we can, rolls for brains. <laughs> Again. <laughs> and gets a seven, so no. That's a pretty good roll. Yeah, that's a good roll. Is it? Uh, yeah, so seven is a good roll. Not for a D twelve. Like you can, you can definitely confirm that you're going to be unable to find a pattern with oh, just two missing people. You <laughs> is there? Can, can can I with that roll infer what a potential next step would be to figure out if there's a pattern? Like, would it be a case of trying to figure out where that other person went missing, or or something like that? Okay, can we make any connections, mm. is what you're saying, between yes. Jess and Ben? Indeed. Um, I've already made several connections. Are they pieces of string on the big Pepe Sylvia crazy map? Uh, yeah. <laughs> but, like, uh, no, like uh, like you said, uh, they were both outside. Yep. It was 
around six o'clock. Yep. And uh, they were, uh, yeah. They were both playing, but we cannot tell whether or not that was actually something that was just a coincidence. I mean, they're kids, so... Yeah, but like... I mean, with we don't... with your role, Alex, you, you can also ascertain that they were both alone as well. Oh, yeah, they were alone. Does this mean, like, if I hadn't gone... If I, if I hadn't gone and, and bugged D, then... Oh, no... <laughs> Yeah, no, everybody bugging me just makes the world worse. Oh, crap. <laughs> oh, that's heartbreaking. That's the sadness right there. Um, D, can you make a crit roll for me, please? Yeah. It's a seven. You don't know him very well, but you would say that something seems to be on Alex's mind. All right. Yeah. No. I'm. I'm. I'm all right. Um, my mum's going away for two weeks soon. So. Oh, that um, sucks. Yeah. Like my like my parents. I barely ever see them because they're always just like off doing random stuff. Like I get home and they're not there, and I see them maybe in the morning sometimes, but half the time they're already gone before I get up. Oh yeah. No, that's a mood. My mom's mm. in New York, and my dad's in jail, so I know how it is. Yeah, my mom's going to Bucharest, wherever the hell that is. I don't know. I'm not well, sure. In, like, India or something? Sounds like it's from India, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure that, that's very wrong. Uh, D is definitely thinking of Budapest. Yes. Which I don't think that's in India either. I imagine Alex is also thinking of Budapest. <laughs> Because <laughs> neither of us have very good grades in ch- in geography, probably. I, I mean, it'd be, it'd, it'd like... be fine. It'd be fine if they hadn't brought me here, away from all my friends, and then they're off going around the world and doing weird stuff. I don't know. I just what do they do? They're bankers. That ain't weird. They bank. Well, I mean, all I know is that they 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 they're, they're involved in like actuary stuff and stocks and markets and I don't know. It's all really complicated. Like my mum's got loads of like files and boxes and things, and she's got this big briefcase that she keeps stuff in. They never tell me what they're working on. All I know is that it's boring. Uh, maybe she got like look through all the papers and stuff, and they don't want to just like. No, my mum's my mum said that it's like all private stuff. I'm not like it's all like confidential work stuff. She get in major trouble if I look at it. What else am I supposed to do? Like, uh, chill, like, I guess, and ignore yeah, it. Yeah, you know what? We're working on a mystery here. All right, mm-hmm. like use that to distract you. From all the terrible stuff, so you don't ever have to think about it or, like, improve as a person. That's what I do. I like the sound of that. Yeah. (laughs) I just bury myself in mysteries, and then I don't have to consider things. Okay. (laughs) Okay, sure. Thank you, Dee. Alright, yeah. So, like, let's, let's go, uh, let's go to the library. We can pick up info on this black anus. We can mm-hmm. find out uh, more about this third kid that went missing, um, and 
We could warn by do you have money? Uh a little bit. I've got quite a bit in my wallet. Do uh I'm not saying that because I am famously stingy. Alright, well we might need to uh pick up some stuff. Like once we know what this black anus is, we might need to like go and get some uh monster hunting supplies. Uh, do you have a weapon yet? Uh, no. I, I don't have a weapon. Why not? You know that there's a monster one in a while. I've been home. Like, I, I went home last night, and I've just got back here. I haven't had time to think about weaponry. Okay, well, uh, do you, do you like, look around for a minute? You want, like, a pipe or something? Pipe. Or are you more, more like a ranged fighter? I feel like I'd be more ranged. I don't want to get anywhere near Black Anise. Okay, uh, well, I gotta, you can borrow my slingshot. I will want that back, that's useful. Maybe we can, like, uh, fashion together, like, a bow and arrow or something. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm, like, that, ain't, that can't be that hard, right? No, I mean, I've seen people pe must have done it, like, it's hundreds of years ago, so... It's a stick! Like, come yeah. on. Yeah, we're, we're smart. We can do this. Sure. <laughs> I feel a montage coming on. <laughs> da -da -da. <laughs> Just like every other one of these, like, uh, uh, mechanical projects, it would literally snap in half immediately. It will start off with good intentions, but just turn into, like, just a really big heavy stick. Yes. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like a pile of bits of nothing lying around. <laughs> it he still has a dismantled toaster over in the corner, <laughs> just just waiting to be turned into a fire bat. <laughs> I, I guess yeah. We 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 try making this bow and it falls to bits, and then I go, okay, can I borrow the slingshot? Yeah, no, that was the plan. Let's go. Thank you. <laughs> uh, yeah, the the hands over the slingshot, and like. Cool. Uh, the remainder of the ball bearings that weren't lost. Don't uh -huh. lose those. Put okay. them in your pocket. D, how many ball bearings did you have originally? Uh, we just had, like, you know, a handful. A handful. Okay, so I'm going to say... Oh, you're lucky. Am I? Um, Alex, you've got 20 ball bearings. Yeah, I do. I just got natural 20. 20 balls. If you need more, just like uh, bust apart like uh, one of like the wheels on one of these cars, mm -hmm. just kind of like pry them out of there. You could still want to toes his socks and just fill that with a ball full of ball bearings, <laughs> fling it round. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, toes just kind of like you could just take parts of them. Can I take? Okay, I reach down and pull a piece of toes out. He makes an inaudible yelp sound uh, and goes scurrying off into the corner and he's, he's, he's currently quivering. Thank you, Toes. But you do have a sock. Is this his lung? <laughs> it might be. Thank you, Toes. I will give you this back later. Is that okay? He's just shivering in the corner. Cool. All right. What do you do? Sure. <laughs> I, I took I a bit of Toes. before. Did you grab the wrong one? I think I might have grabbed his lung. <laughs> Why would you do that? What's wrong with you? I'm not an expert in sock anatomy. I don't know. 
We can go we on. do this in biology. You know what? Shame on you. What? Let's go. <laughs> okay. All right. Fine. Sure. Okay. So, are you heading out? Yeah. yeah we're going to the library. We're we're doing uh, some fun and learning. Dee, uh, before you leave the junkyard, just make a brains roll for me. Oh, I should check for packages, shouldn't I? It's a one. Okay, yep, you carry on and you head off into town? Yeah. Are you going to the library? Yeah. Okay, so you go cycling off. It's still morning. I mean, you were up fairly early. Um, yeah, the mon- I mean, say... the montage scene took quite some time, but like, it's still morning. <laughs> All right, I'm going to say by the time you get to the library, it's about half past 11. As you've cycled through town, you're definitely aware of slightly more police presence about. I mean, it's not like they're patrolling the streets, but there's definitely more community bobbies on the beat. Twirling their clubs and whistling. Neat. Mm. I hate that. (laughs) How many cops (laughs) does freaking town need? As many as it needs. Apparently not enough. Jimmy, did you just roll for cops? No. <laughs> I, th- I heard a dice roll. Did you? Oh, uh, yeah, that was me. Oh, Sorry. I thought you rolled for cops there. I was like, I rolled natural 20. There are 20 cops. <laughs> You've gotten to the library. Mm-hmm. You walk in. There's a few people um, reading newspapers, searching for books. Carl the Librarian is at his counter, stamping books for people. Let's see. D is going to direct Alex over to the uh, myths and fairy tales section, and he's going to go look in the newspapers. Mm. Okay. What, are you looking for anything in particular? I'm looking for uh, news on that original kid. Uh, make her brain roll for me. It's oh. a three. I do have seven adversity tokens. Eight adversity tokens, because I got one from being dumb. It's not difficult for you to find the stories pertaining to these disappearances. However, the story involving Ellis is more of an addition to the other disappearances. Like, Jess was an important figure's daughter. Ben was the third to disappear, so... The, the police have kind of realised, or the community at large have realised, that there's a pattern going on here. Ellis was the first to go, so he's tagged on into these other stories saying, you know, this kid has disappeared as well. So there's no real huge amount of, of info. That's miserable. Nobody, nobody seems to know where he was when he disappeared. Hmm. Well, crap. Alex, you're over at the myth section. I am. What are you looking for? Black... Anis. Black Anis. What sort of book do you want to look in? Um, oh, God. Uh, I imagine one of the older, more fancy-looking books, like one of the, tomb- the tombs of knowledge that this place must have in the myths and legends section, rather than one of the sort of more wordy picture children's books. Can you make a brains roll for me, please? Yes, I can. No, I can't. Do you need help? I have adversity tokens out the butt. I'm going to use... No, no, I've got, I've got adversity tokens out the butt as well, so I'm going to use some of my butt tokens to solve this riddle. Um, I'm going to spend 
four adversity tokens to make that an eight. Is that okay? That will be fine for this one. So mm. you you find a a rather weighty looking tome. You take it out. You place it on the table, and you begin to to skim through. And you come across uh, a few little tidbits of information. Okay. So this is this is quite an old book. You learn about the different names for Black Anis, right? Which are Black Agnes and Black Anna. You learn that she is often depicted as an old woman wearing a tattered cloak, mm. and you also know that she has uh, claws made from iron. Yikes. It's pretty weird. You come across various kind of, like, sort of hearsay tales of the exploits of Black Anis. And although they all differ slightly, one of the key things that comes out of it is that she takes children. Yep. She eats them. Oh. And she tans their skin, which she then wears as a belt. Uh-oh. Right. Mm. This Neat. is <laughs> this is making my like stomach sink every with every like passing sentence. I close the book and run across the library to find D and I no, find wait. D. So treasure where that one you got nothing but good news, huh? Uh we need to find these kids and we need to find them quick. Okay. She's gonna eat them. Okay. Yeah, why are you not? Why are you not much? panicking? It's a monster. I mean, come on. What? I what? mean, what else is we going to do with a bunch of kids that are just kidnapped, huh? I don't know. Have a tea pie with them. I don't know. Why would? You... Why are we going to dignify that with response? Okay. <laughs> what do we do? What do we do? Okay. Well, did you did you discover any weaknesses? No. Uh, did you? I discuss... didn't realize that was what I was supposed to be looking for. Did you maybe perhaps figure out, like, uh, where it lives? No. Okay, what did you find out aside from it eats kids? Oop. She turns their skins into belts. Okay, how does that help us? I don't know. I'm sorry. I'm, not, I'm new to this researching monsters thing. Come with me, come with me, come with me and show me how to do it. D, D goes over and D's gonna uh, grab, like, a, a, the bigger, more intimidating book. Hang on a second, I chose the big book, what the hell? I thought you said that you chose, like, a picture book. No, I chose the opposite of a picture book. Oh, okay, I've just heard that. Do you find a picture book that has the answer in it? You know what, yeah, I'll find that. Do you, do you see the book that you got and fix the opposite? So yeah, uh, do you, do you just go look in the opposite of the big, heavy, scary book? Okay, make a brains roll. It's a four. I also have a ton of adversity tokens I can use if I need them. If you want to spend some adversity tokens, yeah, okay, I'll drop. I'll drop in. You know, I've been sitting on these for ages. Screw it. Uh, I'll, I'll drop in, in four of them. 
Okay, that will that will do it. So you pick up a rather ragged copy of the fourteen times. Would D know what this is? No, probably not. Okay, so the fourteen times is a publication that uh, investigates the unusual and the strange and the bizarre. You know, it's it's a fairly well known periodical, and you begin to thumb through it and. Although you don't find anything in this particular copy, there is a, a a sort of advert on the back page talking about some of the things that they've spoken about in the past. Mm-hmm. And one of those things is it's just entitled Mythic Monsters of the UK. Okay. It looks like it's dated January 1971. Uh, yeah, uh, just gonna go check the backlog for that, then. Okay, where are you gonna go and do that? Well, I'm assuming that this much, like, I don't know about your libraries, but our libraries have a bunch of filing cabinets with, like, a ton of old backlogs of, like, magazines and whatnot. Yeah, okay, then I'll let you, I'll let you go for it. You roam around for a little bit and eventually you find a series of filing cabinets. You can see that the periodicals are all organised by subject and by name and you come across uh, a backlog of the 14 times. It is a monthly publication, so, you know, there aren't huge amounts. It's fairly easy for you to find it. Rad. So you open it up to the article and you begin to browse through. Like this is this is a little bit of just side information, but the Fortune Times would often, you know, perhaps include sort of theories and ideas that were a little bit out there, uh, as opposed to the more traditional stories and theories about the supernatural, the preternatural, the otherworldly, chemtrails um, and stuff. Yeah, <laughs> all sorts of stuff. So you go through it, and there's a, there's all the things that Alex found out about Black Anis in his big weighty tome, but a couple of more controversial theories. So one of those theories is that, that Black Anis is in fact the mother goddess in her crone form. There's a very brief outline explaining to you that um, the, the, the goddess appears in three forms, the crone, the maiden, and the... Uh, the mother. Is it the mother? Yes. Yeah. There's also a theory that Anis's essence, as it were, is tied to the forest, which links in with information that you've both discovered in, in both of your books, in so much that Black Anis, her dwellings usually tend to be, in the stories, in the woods. Mm. There's some debate regarding where specifically she lives. Some stories claim that she she digs caves with her iron claws into the rock. Some stories uh, have said that she lives in the hollow of a tree. And D, you find one little tidbit that Alex didn't that suggests that she lives in an old wooden cabin that actually just moves around from place to place. The theory goes on to suggest that all the stories are actually the same story and that this Black Anis figure moves around to different woods and forests. Hmm. Uh, this this forest thing has the intrigued because they pull out the acorns and stuff them on the table. Okay, uh, were they in your pocket? No, they were in my bag. Okay, so you go to put your hand in the um in your bag to pull out the acorns. When you put your hand in, all you feel is dust. Mm. 
like, 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 as in, there's nothing in my bag, or the pocket where I had those is dust. For all intents and purposes, it looks like these acorns have just crumbled into dust. Uh, do you pull a handful of the dust? Yep. Okay. What is that? It's the acorns. Well, clearly it isn't. It was. But... What? Huh. Okay, so that was some magic stuff. Um... Whereabouts is, like, the nearest like, oak trees and stuff? Is there, like, part of the, the town where loads of oak trees grow? Or... Yeah, there you go. We're on the same level. I was just about to ask the same thing. Uh, where are, like... What, like, what kind of concentration of oak trees have we seen? Is there a, um ordinance survey map or something? Alex, possibly not. D, I think you've probably been living in Marsh Haven for long enough to know that the biggest concentration of trees is Wyndham Woods. Okay. I don't know how much you know. D, I would hazard a guess that you've probably explored it before. You may have gone for a walk there with Uncle Tommy. It isn't exactly the new forest, but it's large enough to attract ramblers and, you know, families and that sort of thing yeah, for walks. It's, it's a nice place there to is, go for a walk. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, there's a, a long walkway through it and a very sort of naturally walked path. You do know, Uncle Tommy did tell you, that it was the original kind of way in and way out of Marsh Haven back in the day and goods were often transported through the woods into Marsh Haven. All right, all right. So we have got ourselves a lead. Now, unfortunately, that didn't really give us anything in terms of, like, how do you bleak a uh, black anus? I'm not oh. going to the woods without some sort of plan to take it down. Well... Um, mm -hmm. I'm I'm open to some suggestions. Uh, let's see, previously, since we were dealing with wizards, um, most of our stuff had to do with like uh, you know, thought in the wizard. Of course, I I don't think that this is the case with this random hag. Can't you go talk to the fairy or something? Won't they know what to do? Yeah, I mean, I guess I can. Uh, she hasn't been, like, super talkative about stuff, has she? Yeah, but, I mean, there are kids going missing. Oh, yeah, no, that, that was a question for, uh, Jimmy. Okay. <laughs> so, Erin hasn't, Erin hasn't been ignoring you. She has been, she has, like, totally thrown herself into teaching. She's, she's really been enjoying that. Yeah. She doesn't, um, she hasn't been ignoring you, but... You know, she's been, she's just been keeping herself very, very busy. You haven't you haven't necessarily gone out of your way to talk to her, and she hasn't gone out of her way to talk to you. Okay. Um. Yeah. All right. Fine. Since the angels are in town, we could we could talk to Aaron. I tell you what, both of you make brains rolls for me. See, Aaron lives in the in the town hall, right? <sighs> oh. Oh wait. Roll twenty was kind to me. That's right. I don't. Use the D4 anymore. Use the D6. That's a 4. I got a 9. Okay, D taking adversity token. Alex, um, it occurs to you that it might be worth just trying to find out more information about the, the woods themselves. Mm. Okay. 
to the forestry area of the library. Well, or, and or the map bit. Or the history bit. There's lots of different options here to tackle the, the history of Wyndham Woods. Yeah, there really is. Yeah, it's just a case of I've got to choose one, isn't it? Alright, so, uh, yeah, you look into that. I'm going to go bug out. I mean, the fairy. Who? Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> Ignore what I just said. I'll go talk to them, and then when we're done, we'll meet up over at Thames. That way we can get you, like, supplied up. Over at where? Thames DIY. Oh, yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, you're right. Alex, I'm going to leave you for a minute. If you want to have yep. a little think about the types of questions, the types of places you want to go to do this research. D, you know that a new exhibition area was built for the Marsh Mummy and the other exhibits in the Civic Hall. And that was all built over in the Phoenix Plaza. Mm-hmm. It opened to much acclaim. Um, and Erin still acts as the curator of the exhibition and you know that part of the deal was that she resides in a small flat above the exhibition yeah uh, don't want to go over there but i will so uh, yeah d heads on over to the phoenix plaza Okay, so now we talked about the phoenix plaza in episode zero so you enter from the west side so sort of somewhere here you can see that on the map yeah it's really unusual in so much that you know you've got this kind of tired little country town and then you've got this very new quite shiny a little bit space age shopping complex there's a large square there's the uh pyramid of the cinema which obviously you don't spend a lot of time at anymore since being banned <laughs> Yeah, it's, I was framed. The shops themselves are split up into units, and it's a multi-level affair. So you've got some shops along the ground floor, and then there's like a walkway up, a spiral walkway, no steps at all. And you've got, you've got another line of shops, and then a further walkway that takes you up to the top level. Now, the exhibition space is on the central set of units with the flat on the top level i mean you know where it is you've been for a wander around it in your uh mm. little sojourn so you know you can you can head on over there yeah uh, or, are, or are you going to get distracted by other things you want to shop i mean d doesn't have that much money right now so they're just going to cruise okay. on up there down here. Yep, so you head on over to her little flat there's a little door between a couple of other buildings and you can see the name under the bell. It just says Schiller. Uh, ring, 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 ring. And you can hear a noise back there. And a rattle of keys. Well, you took your time, didn't you? What? What's that supposed to mean? Well, I've not seen hide nor hair of you, other than at school. What trouble have you got yourself into this time? Well, I'm assuming that you heard about all them kids going missing. Oh, come on, in you come. Yeah, uh, he goes in. So what do you want this time? What worlds are you going to destroy now? Don't blame me. Look, I, I just need to know if you know anything about a, a, something called the Black Anus. Make a grit roll for me. 
She's going to slap me in the mouth. <laughs> uh, that'll be a 16. You see Erin go a, a deathly shade of white, and she says, Black Addis. What, what are you going around invoking that name for? Uh, because that's the thing that's been kidnapping all these children. I saw it in a dream. Uh, in, a, in a dream? Yeah. Oh, dear Lord. We could have ourselves a problem then. Okay, well, I saw problems, so I guess problem solved. So, you've been... Tell me about these dreams. You, you you saw Black Annis, Blue Lady, bit like a Smurf. Yeah, uh, black eyes, um, wearing a cloak. I think I was in a basement. I see. Well, I've not not heard much of her for well many many years. Ah, uh, she was. Kept under lock and key. Back in the realm. It, it doesn't make sense. She can't be. She can't be here. <sighs> Unless... Erin sort of begins to start muttering to herself and she's staring off into the distance and she's like... But... I don't know. There's been no... I don't... I can't... I've tried looking at this. And then she just continues to mutter and ignores you. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, do you like... Uh, I... Moves in front of her and like snap snaps her fingers. Hey, stay with me here. How do I stop her? This is going to take some thinking about. We can't just go charging in there willy nilly. No feather's gonna help us out here. Okay, well she eats kids, so I mean we can't just sit here just thinking all day. We we need action. Well. If my memory serves me correctly, she's not going to be eating anyone just yet. Hey, see now that's good information. That wasn't in any of the books. Ten children. Ten? ten? Well, we had three. She takes ten children and lets them waste away and then eats them over the course of ten more days. Oh, jeez. Oh, fun. Super fun. I like that. Great. Um, well, bonus points. That means we got time. You you know what she does with them after she's eaten their insides? Yeah, apparently she turns them into a bell. Yeah, that's right. She tans their hide, she hangs them up on trees and lets them dry and then sticks them into her belt. Yeah, that's super messed up. How much of a belt do you need? Look, uh... Okay. So... Uh, we we have a, a general idea of, like, uh... When she's snatched people up, uh, we have a general idea of, like, where she's at. We don't have, like, a full understanding of A... What her abilities are, and B, how to, like, uh, maybe, like, at the very least, uh, stop her from just, like, snatching us up. 
and C, we we need to know how that like actually hurt it. Like if I go and smack in the face with the bat, is that going to do anything, or is it just kind of like futile? Look, just just stop right there. First of all, don't do anything rash. Do not go charging off. Do not go headlong into a fight. Anis is extremely dangerous. We need to prepare. I need to go and consult my books. Okay. Alright, yeah, that's why I came here to uh, confer with you before we went running off into the woods. Don't go into the woods. Okay. Well? Are you still using that junkyard? Yeah, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'll, um... I'll meet you there in in a, in a couple of hours. All right, yeah, deal. Fine. Right, go and clear off. All right, uh, yeah, D's gonna take off. Alex. Hey. What are you planning on doing? I have four questions. Four questions. And you will give me answers to these questions. <laughs> I'm going to play good cop, bad cop with you. Okay. I'm gonna place place a nice cup of coffee in front of you. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm gonna smack it away. <laughs> you realise you're in a library and you've just spilt it all over books. Yeah, of course. And I sort of like quickly picked <laughs> it up and put it away. <laughs> I've left these sodden books in the uh, in the uh, in the um, in the bookshelves. Um, so, question one is: uh, If I can read my own handwriting, what is the Geology, like in the area. Uh, I'm looking at you ordinance talking... survey maps and things, I guess, for this one. Are you looking specifically in the forest itself? Yeah, around the forest, I'm looking at sort of like, is there like caves or is there like certain patches of like, like I imagine there's the, the rock in, the rock in the UK, it tends to be quite like stratified and, 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 and stuff like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I imagine there's areas where the, 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 the ground is, is more soft and and less like hard granite and stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, so that... we we live in Marseille, Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> the the bits that are gooey. I want I want to find the gooeyest locations, essentially. Okay. In the forest. What, in the forest? Yes. So. Okay. I'm gonna mark that. There's there's method to my badness here. I don't. I'm not. I'm not going crazy. So. Okay. I've I've marked those on the map. The gooeyest locations. Like the all ones right. with holes and, and caves and, and all that kind of thing. If there are any, any sort of like areas where there's like clearly muddy bits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. Question two. Where are the public footpaths? I mean, it's, it's quite easy to find a rambler's guide mm -hmm. with a trail map on it. Okay. How it works is that the woods themselves have one large main trail. Mm -hmm. There are a few kind of off the beaten track type roads, but or, or pathways, but nothing huge, nothing major. Okay. Uh, one interesting thing that you do find is it's a small section just to the side of the map, which tells you that the vast majority of the the woods and foliage is no older than about three or four hundred years old. Mm -hmm. That said, the more 
inhospitable parts of the wood, like right at the very heart, the original woods itself, the trees are rumoured to be at least a thousand years old. Jeez. Okay. So, all right, so I, I pull out a highlighter, which probably has some sort of carcinogens in it at this point, uh, and I'm going to highlight the fo- footpaths and, like, highlight a little bit of, like, area around the footpaths. My logic okay. being that she wouldn't set up her den near a footpath. Okay, that makes sense. Okay, so then the next one is, I'm going to look at the tree populations. So I'm going to get surveys of the um, flora and fauna of the wood. Okay. And look at where the highest uh, populations of oaks are in the wood. And then I'm going to look at where the oaks are done, and I'm going to circle those as well. Okay. And then I'm going to, then at that point, I can then triangulate the where I think the most potential Annecy locations would be because I'm looking for a place where which has a lot of oaks a place mm-hmm. which has sort of squishy ground which could potentially be cavey and mm-hmm. then a place that's away from the footpaths there might be several but it feels like that would be a way of sort of like c- condensing the search down rather than having to search the whole map okay no problem so you deface the library's map. Oh, and yeah. I forget that this is the library's map. It's fine. I've already poured coffee over a bunch of books. It's fine. What you can determine is the outer area of the forest where most of the pathways are. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an assortment of trees made up of beech, made up of... A little bit of ash, maybe? Ash, Oof. horse chestnut, yeah. and oak as well okay in the central area the heart of the forest yeah where there are no paths at all Mm -hmm. there doesn't appear to be any sort of real easily accessible way into the kind of real middle part of it you can see the majority of it is oak okay is there any particularly squishy ground there that you don't know okay so at this point i can't tell whether or not she'll be in a cave or in a house We'll see. Okay. So I guess from my deductions there, chances are she's in the centre of the forest. That's pretty easy. That's quite simple. I didn't need to answer all the, ask all those questions in the end, did I? <laughs> uh, the, other, the other one was, um, have there been any major historical events that have occurred within the forest that included crones and or witches? Can you tell me where you're looking for this information um so i imagine that i'm not looking in like newspapers and stuff because they're too modern um i'd probably be looking in like medieval history or like i mean i i guess because this 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 forest has only been around for 200 for 200 years yeah yeah i mean it's mo- the, the 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 vast majority of it is majority. yeah kind of to, well, it's going to be kind of 200 years as, as a, a wood as we know it, okay. but kind of 300 years it's been kind of growing. Okay. Um, so I'm, I'm looking in like that sort of 200-year ballpark. So I'm looking for probably like, oh God, what century would it be? Like Kind, kind of 16, 16 1600s. 16, 17th century books on Marsh Haven. Okay. So what do you find? Let's have a quick Let's see if anything on that one. History-wise. All right, so you come across a a couple of pointers, which I'm going to make up very quickly right now. (laughs) 
The first thing you find is a very brief legend of Bobby Chasewater. Bobby Chasewater was a notorious highwayman. God, that's a name. I know. You're proud of that uh, who... name. <laughs> yeah, who would often rob carriages that would be going through the woods. He was seen as something of a Robin Hood character, but actually he was a bit of a nefarious bastard. You also find some information regarding something that was known as the Beach Beast. It was suspected to be a very a large cat that stalked through the woods. The Beach Beast. Um, the Beach Beast. Like beach, yes. as in like the, the beach ocean. No, as in the beach tree. Oh, okay. That makes a lot more sense. I was like, that seems like a really badly placed <laughs> like name. <laughs> The thing that really catches your eye is a report regarding the witch hunts that went on in the uh, 17th century. You noticed that there were reports of children going missing okay. in Marsh Haven circa 1672. There were several women of an assortment of ages who were tried and who were executed as witches, although they never found the children, and little evidence was ever found that these women were actually guilty of kidnapping children. Was there a sale on for particularly nice belts at the time? No. <laughs> okay, that's fine. I make light of situations when I'm terrified. <laughs> okay, um, cool. All right. Um, I guess I'm going to meet, go to the hardware store. Yeah. So we're going to finish there and we will go and head on over to Tim's DIY and meet Nana Casper for the first time in season two. You ready for that, Eve? We'll see. Do you still not sure about her? How was that, guys? Was that all right? Yeah. Good. Yeah, I think, I think we're, we're fairly well set up. Sean, you got anything you'd like to plug? Yeah, so um, Omen Season 2 is out now. Yeah. You can go listen to Omen Season 2. We've started, Ooh. as we mean to go along, with amphetamines and <laughs> koala being As koala. all the best TTRPGs begin. Yes. Um, it, it, it is beginning with a, with a grand campaign where Koala Jackson and his four friends, Florida men friends, Kaiser Permanente... Aloysius Pumpernickel, Phil Collins, Ramirez, and <laughs> Irving Sellers. Uh, and they are going to go on a drug-filled journey around Disney World, and they're going to try and find the head of... the frozen head of Walt Disney. Amazing. So, so I love that, it. That's happening right now, as we speak. Uh, episode 2 should be out around about the same time this episode comes out of Brits on Bikes, so check it out. It's going to be weird. And Eve, you got anything to plug it? No, right now. No? No. And where can folks find you? At Copper Harpy. And at Oxy Oxpring. Lovely. And obviously I am at Jimmy underscore Sprinkles. That's two S's on the end. I haven't got too much to plug either. Just keep listening to the show. Come and check us out on What's Your Role as well, which is a, a podcast I host for the Role to Play Network, uh, where we interview actual play characters and find out a little bit more about them. 
Oh, also Spider Day is coming soon. Mm, yeah. Oh, of course. And, yeah. and Spider Day, which mm. we're all very excited about. I think I've been roped into running a, a one shot. Are you one shotting? I'm also one shotting. I, I am one shotting. And I'm also playing in your one. So Are you? I'm, I'm thinking about going a little bit horror with mine. So it will be a, a Marsh Haven story, but it will be perhaps a little bit more creepy. Cool. Awesome. More creepy than old ladies eating children. <laughs> I don't know. I'm also going to give an, a, a quick shout out to our um, Patreon as well, because we don't give that enough love. And um, I've spent the last couple of weeks thinking about all sorts of Patreon exclusive stuff that I want to do. We've got a few bits in the pipeline. We've got outtakes coming very, very soon. Um, I'm also going to be running a one shot, which will be available there. Um, that will be a Call of Cthulhu Lots and lots of exciting things coming up in Patreon, so you can get access to all this stuff, plus all the content we've already done, for just $2 a month, which I think is an absolute bargain. Anyway, we're going to wrap things up there. So from Sean, it's... Oh, God, I need to come up with a word. Uh, give me a second. Atsisvenkina. And from Eve, it's... Goodbye. And from me, Jimmy Sprinkle, saying, keep on biking. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. Brits on Bikes is by the Kids on Bikes RPG by Doug Lewandowski and Jonathan Gilmore. For more information on the game, visit renegadegamestudios.com. Brits on Bikes featured Eve Smith as D, Sean Oxpring as Alex, and Jimmy Sprinkles as the GM. To keep up with all the latest B.O.B. news, you can follow us on Twitter, at Brits underscore Bikes. To unlock exclusive B.O.B. content, you can subscribe to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Brits on Bikes. Help us share Alex and Dee's adventures by reviewing us on iTunes, Podchaser, or anywhere you get your podcasts. And remember, keep on biking. ran by your favorite blood-boiling demon sorcerer, Sabuk Shmuko, where we've got deals on your favorite cocktails, the Sabuk Sangre, Eshes Ashes, and everybody's one and only favorite, the Anisetative. So it's a rash that won't go away? Yeah, yeah, no, I think I have something for that. One second here. Hey, I'm Aniset, and welcome to From Ash to Cash, where we carry elixirs, potions, and all your alchemical needs. What are you looking for today? Hey, I'm Mona. Thanks for stopping by. I uh, gotta get back to training the girls. We're working on unarmed strikes today. But uh, come back later this week for the grand opening of the Nine Bells Brothel Dojo. May Lister bless your seed. Follow their adventures through Malak, the city of sales, on this Pathfinder playtest podcast that we call Wheel or Woe. Two fresh new verses dropping every Thursday afternoon.